Hey everyone, it's your hosts Cody and Sean from The New Reality. This is the place to hear about the paranormal, the supernatural, and everything in between. So we, we did a lot of talking and I think we're gonna we're gonna go with our first paranormal experiences and kind of what got us into the paranormal field and, and you know what we took from all of that. Um, what do you think, Sean? What, what was your first uh, I guess prominent paranormal experience? Well, I, I could think of several different ones that I've had, but I wanna I wanna say my, my most prominent paranormal situation was in Isetti Ranch in Washington. <clears throat> yeah, I was uh, I'm involved with meditation and uh, I was looking over uh, YouTube's and this this ranch came up and they were talking about you know fairies and UFOs and uh, you know, supernatural things that were going on and and at this time I just started getting into the metaphysical so I w really wasn't um, sure about what was out there and understood what was going on out there but uh, so I ended up going out to went on a road trip. I uh, just so happened to be with your uncle. <laughs> um, so that was kind of interesting. But um, we ended up stopping at Mount Shasta because I had a, uh, a seminar I was going to do there in three days. And then we went up to Washington. And uh, it was a drive. So it was kind of a neat, just uh, we stopped wherever it was for camping. But so we, we ended up showing up at this location and pulled into the, the ranch and parked and went up to their uh, office. Let, let me stop you there real quick. What is uh, Yosemite Ranch? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Yosemite Ranch is a uh, basically a man named James Gilliland. Um, he used to be involved with aerospace. He was an engineer. Um, he's now self-sustained. Um, this ranch is all about metaphysical. It's about extraterrestrial contact. Um, again, this stuff <clears throat> this is stuff I've been interested in all my life, even as a small child. Um, so it definitely piqued my interest. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it basically, people go there to have supernatural experiences. Perfect. So that's exactly, <laughs> you know, so again, here I am searching because, you know, even as a child, these things interest me. So um, went to the place, pulled in, parked, went up to their front office. Um, this lady said, hello, let me show you around. And, and she pointed over at this lake and said, oh, this is where the fairies hang out. And points over at this other place where there was this, this is a vortex. And you see UFOs coming out of uh, Mount Adams. And I'm, at that point, I'm going, I looked at her and, and we, she, you know, after we, she gave us the tour and she walked back in. I looked at my, the guy that came with me, Tim, uh, which I said, is that woman out of her mind? <laughs> so, you know, so I thought at first when I said, when I, when she's telling me, I just thought, wow, this is make-believe. So uh, without, you know, so then we, you know, we stepped out of the office and started walking towards the, our, our vehicle and decided, um, let's stop by the lake, which again was where the ferries hung out. <clears throat> so we, we kind of got split up. Um, the gentleman I was with kind of went around the other side of the lake and I was in one spot and I had my camera on uh, my digital camera and all of a sudden I look up and this light appears and it was probably 15 feet away um, this was daylight uh, the sun was in front of me uh, so I you know 
this light, I tried to look at it and figure out what the heck is this thing? No matter what, I saw it on the phone, or I'm sorry, I saw it on my camera. I saw it with my eyes. I kept moving the camera thinking maybe it might be a reflection of something, but the thing continued to expand. It got to where it was probably about uh, about three and a half, four foot tall, and and it actually uh, went horizontal and vertically. So it was almost like a cross, but it was more of an X. As I'm watching this, I'm yelling for Tim. I'm like, hey, come here, check this out. And and he, I, I told, I was yelling, and hey, do you see this? And again, he was quite a ways away. He's like, I don't see anything. Well, as he's running up, I, I this this entity starts shrinking. And at that point, it almost was down to nothing, and I snapped a photo. Unfortunately, um, and then when I looked at the photo, it, it had wings. It was a little body. Wow. It had wings, and it, it, it was radiating its own light. Um, I knew what I was looking at. It was a fairy. So... At that point, I was like, uh, well, everything that I believed and understood went away. Um, I, I knew my reality was going to be different. Um, I knew that that was something, you know, Tim did see it when he looked over my shoulder, but I knew that that circumstance was for me. It wasn't for anybody else. It was for me. Um, well, it's not every day you see a fairy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it changed my life, really. It, again, it just opened me up to... Um, all those different things and where I am today. Um, you know, so that happened and, and I'm scratching my head at that point and we, we started heading back to the vehicle and as we're walking back again, a quick pink flash right in front of my eyes and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Um, you know, I didn't get a vision of what it was, but it was so fast it passed, passed across my eyes. So we had, you know, I just kind of, we went over to the, back to the tent or went back to our site and put our tent up and then we went out to the quote unquote vortex. Again, I didn't believe in these things. Um, I got in the, there was definitely a feeling when you walked into the vortex that there was um, a different, a different feel to it. As of my awareness now, I knew that it was an energy shift when I walked into this thing. Excuse me. Well, um, I've sat there and, you know, again, I'm a meditator, so... I sat there next to uh, Tim. We were meditating, and something told me to open my eyes and look at Mount Adams. So I look up at Mount Adams, and I see a gray speck pop out of the mountain. Um, and I'm like, what is that? And then it, it popped back into the mountain. Um, it happened three times, and finally I nudged Tim and said, hey, dude, take a look at the mountain. I, he's, I go, what do you see? He goes, what is that gray speck outside the mountain? Oh my God, it just went back in. So I knew at that point I wasn't seeing things. That he also saw um, what we were seeing as it was a UFO. Right. So, yeah, that was an amazing weekend. Um, we spent three or, I want to say three or four days there, um, met some really interesting people. Um, probably people I wouldn't hang out with every day, but we became lifelong friends because there was a lot that was going on. Sure. There, there was one other thing at that location that really blew my mind because, again, I just nature and everything is its different there. You, you, you get on the, the property, it's just different. Um, I was uh, I play a flute. Uh, that's a story in itself. But I play native flute, and um, I was under a tree playing this flute. Next thing I knew, I had 15 to 20 birds up in the tree above me singing along, which... I'm going, how does this birds even know that I'm gonna, what I'm going to play, right? Uh, it was enough to where Tim looked at it and he goes, are you kidding me, dude? Like, really? Like, he couldn't he couldn't believe it. Right. So, anyway, that was a wonderful weekend. That was probably one of my most prominent 
supernatural experiences I've ever had. No, no, no. It sounds sounds like a great weekend. I know I went to East City recently with you, and that that was pretty fantastic. That'll be another story in itself as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was different. But it yes, was definitely, definitely uh, different in a good way. Not the same, but definitely different. Right. But how about yeah, you? What yeah, was I, yours? I say for me, there, there's two that sticks out. Um, and I've been doing this for like 10, 11 years now, but there's two that sticks out the most. Um, I'll start with the first one. It was when I was 16 years old. Um, so I, I was your typical kid. You know, I liked playing video games, hated school, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I was living my, with my mom at the time, my mom and dad, and um, I had my friend come over, Nick, and we were staying the night, and we were up at like 3 a.m. playing video games, doing just what typical kid stuff. <laughs> yeah. right? and, and keep in mind, I've always been, I've always been into the unknown, I guess you can call it. You know, I've, I've always... Ghosts have always interested me. I've always been interested in UFOs, just never really dabbled in it. So it's 3 a.m. We're playing video games, and we hear this sound, and it sounds like a vacuum. And I turn to my friend, and I'm like, dude, my mom is high. She's freaking vacuuming <laughs> at 3 a.m. Like, what is she doing? So, so uh, you know, yeah, so I look at my buddy, and, and he's all, let's go see. So we go out in the living room, and it's all dark. No vacuum. So I'm like, what the heck? And we start hearing it again, and it's coming from... What I, what I believe is my garage. So I'm like, all right, that's a little weird. So him and I, you know, both go over there. We're walking over there, creeping up, and we get to the front door of the garage, and it, I can hear it loud as day. It sounds like a, like a, like a vacuum. And I look at my buddy, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and so we, so we open the door, and you know, open the door, and, and there's a leaf blower on the floor. It's my dad's leaf blower, and it's on. It's on full blast, but it's not plugged in. It's it's just yeah it's just on like so so this type of leaf blower right it was it was a small leaf blower you had to plug it in and it had a button on it and you turn the button all the way on for it to work right so is it a so, knob button it was a knob yeah. yeah so you had to turn the knob so I'm looking at this knob or uh, let me back up so I'm looking at my buddy and I'm like dude what what are we looking at and he's like we'll go turn it off I'm like no. <laughs> You go turn this off. You know, we're sitting here and this thing's happening. I'm, I, you know, goosebumps are standing, standing all over my arms and everything. So, so let finally, me ask you, did, did, did you ever, um, so did you ever feel like anything else was going on? I, you know, time, or was that just at, bam, right in your face? It was just point? right in my face at that point. There, I can't remember. I'll answer that. I'll answer that for you. Okay. After. So, so I, we finally mustered up the courage to walk over to it, and I'm looking at this thing. It's unplugged and it's, it's on. It's blowing, and I'm like kidding like what the hell what do we do i physically had to turn the knob to the off position in order for it to turn off and i looked at my buddy and i said nope what you do is you throw it away <laughs> yeah. I said, this thing's cursed let's get the hell out of here so you know we shut the door and you know it, I, I told my parents the next day they thought i was crazy and you know this typical, typical kid thing but i think that was my first really prominent situation or prominent paranormal experience that i've had and ever since then, I, I've just completely dived into the paranormal field. Like, ever since that first experience happened, this goes back to your previous question, Sean. Um, I started noticing things in my house that were strange, you know, yeah. unknown. I guess you could say weird feelings I would get, like someone's behind me. And, and it's not just like when you when you get up in the middle of the night, go to go in the kitchen, get a glass of water, and you're like, Ooh, what's behind me? You know, it's it's it was during the day like i felt right. something was watching me or or it was just a weird feeling yeah i've been to your house and i've i've been outside of your garage right and talking to your dad mm -hmm. and we heard moving around in the garage yes 
And we both looked at each other and he goes, you heard that, right? Your dad was like, you heard that, right? I go, yeah, I hear it, man. And, and again, I, I'm a medium, but you, you know, you got to put yourself out there to pick up whatever's there. And I, I wasn't about to go into paranormal uh, mode at that point. I was trying to get home, but right. I was like, definitely the hair of my, uh, uh, the hairs on the back of my neck were sticking up. But yeah, that garage. No, and, and it's just the whole, yeah, I, I do think the garage is, mm-hmm. is something going on in the garage for mm-hmm. sure. But it, it changed the whole feeling of the house ever since that happened for me. Um, another time, and we can fast forward a little bit, but fast forward, you know, several years or whatever, I, uh, I stumbled across a paranormal group online and, uh, I had no, you know, no idea about ghost hunting. I didn't even know what the hell it was. I watched ghost hunters online. That was, you know, or uh, on TV and I, I love that show, but I've never actually done it myself. And, uh, so I'm like, Oh, I got to sign up for this. Right. So by this, we were, we were hanging out and we were kind yeah. of, we were doing the meditation thing at that point. Right? right. Yeah. I was in a meditation group and, and, you know, that changed, changed my whole life, you know, in itself. And, uh, I met Sean and we'll, you know, I'll tell you a story about that later, but, uh, how that all went down. Yeah. That was but, awesome. um, so I, so I start going to this, to this, you know, this, uh, this group they were called para at the time. I, I don't even know if they're still together or not, but, uh, so I go there and I, I didn't invite Sean first. I just kind of wanted to fill it out on my own. And I go there and uh, it's called Pasadena Playhouse in Southern California. And place is crazy haunted. Like we, there was all kinds of stuff going on, right? So they paired us up. Um, I think I was in a group of four and I was with a self-proclaimed medium. It just so happened to be in that group. And uh, we were going through and I had, you know, I had my recorder in one hand and a K2 device in the other hand. You know, the K2, it measures, like, uh, electromagnetic field and whatnot, and my recorder picks up different, you know, disembodied voices. So we're walking through, and all of a sudden, I start feeling this thing coming from my hands. And I'm like, what is this? I didn't say anything at first. I'm like, whatever, I'm weird. Yeah. So, so I keep walking. The first time. <laughs> yeah. And I, we go into this room, and it's it's actually the theater. It's just um, on the second story. So we're, we're up top, and we're sitting down doing a little little EVP session with the recorder. Um and I start feeling that, I want to say buzzing coming from my hands. And it was to the point where it felt like it was burning, like my hands were on fire. And I look, I look at you know the, the, the medium that was in the group and I'm like, all right, I got to say something. What is going on with my hands? Like they're, they're on fire. <laughs> and she's, she's, she's funny, she looked at me and she smiled and she's like, oh, well, that's the energy. Is that Gopak? That was Gopak, yeah. yeah cool. and, and I look at her and I'm like, energy? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like. What is that, you know? And uh, so, you know, I started sitting with the feeling more and going to certain places and feeling it more, I would find out we would get more activity. So I'm like, what? What is going on? Like, am I feeling this? Essentially, that's that's exactly what I was doing is I was feeling the energy around me. Mm -hmm. And it was just crazy that I would go to different spots and I wouldn't feel anything and we'd get no activity. Mm -hmm. And then I'd go to a certain spot and my hands would start buzzing again. What I find funny about all that is is – you know, again, you, you use your hands and, you know, what Cody hasn't told you is, is he's also a Reiki master. He became a Reiki master after all of this, of course. But Correct. Again, that's <laughs> obviously that Reiki master using your hands. So, yeah, that's that's amazing that, that he was already doing that. Yeah. At his first paranormal well, experience. Yeah, it's my first time there, you know, and it, it just blew my mind. But uh, essentially, you know, that's that's what I still use today. I guess, I guess the term of it is clear sentient yeah. or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't like yeah, to use terminology, yeah. but basically, Labeling. yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically I, I consider myself a sensitive. I can, you know, feel things around and know where different vortexes are and, and whatnot. But, uh, 
that's that's essentially what got me into the paranormal field. But later that night, I, I think it was like 1 a.m., but I called Sean, and I'm like, listen, bro, <laughs> you need to do this paranormal thing with me, like, right now. Yeah. And he's like, I'm down. Yeah. And so, I, you know, and, and I could go into another I, – I do have another couple really good stories, but I, just following up on what Cody did, you know, again, he invited me, and they were going to have another investigation. We're going to talk about his city ranch as well. Right. Not his city ranch. Um, E.B. Uh, Canyon. E.B. Canyon. Yeah. Um, so Cody's like, hey, dude, like they're going to have another investigation, uh, you know, Saturday at this canyon uh, off Mount Baldy uh, on the, what is it, the south side, right? Correct. Um, yes. And it's called E.B. Canyon. I said, all right, well, let's go. Um, again, I, I started, I've been interested in paranormal or ghosts and UFOs since I was a little kid as well. So I was like, let's do it. This is exciting. You know, I'm, I, you know, again, I'm just, I'm excited. I want to learn. And so we, we ended up going to this place and it was, it was crazy. When Cody and I went in that place together, it was as if we were, we were just energizing the space as as we were hanging out it seemed like all this activity was going on around us so we knew at that point i i, I thought I, at least i knew at that point that you and i were our energy working together was, was phenomenal absolutely um so we kept getting experiences left and right one of the the most prominent experiences i had in eb canyon and again i'm just again this is my first time um i we heard some trampling down a, a little embankment and i it was somebody walking around, but we could see that there was nothing there. Um, I had my K2 in my hand and, <clears throat> and I, you know, I could hear it walking around and I had like, like six, six or seven of the men, members from para behind me. And all of a sudden, as I'm asking for whatever it is, walking down below to come up to me, I hear this quick shuffling right up into my face. And I feel this static and my K2's in red. It's like something is right in front of me and I could feel it. And, um, we really, now that we're aware as much as we are, cause I, I'm a medium, I'm a psychic medium, but again, that took development and I knew that something was there and it met, it, it, it kind of felt more of a, a nature base. So what right. we call elementals. Um, but it was funny because when that happened, it came right up, up to me. My K2 was reacting to it. A woman that was behind me that which had been doing it for five years grabbed my arm and goes, <gasps> I'm like, I look back at her, I'm going, really? It's like my first time and I'm like standing fine, you know. But yeah, that was the same time you and I saw a, a, an Indian with a, a feather. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> and that was the same trip. Yeah. And we were, did, was that the time when we heard the, the drum as well? The drum and the growl. And, and the, the growl. growl. Yep, the Wait, growl. I, and, and keep in mind, we're out in the forest, right? But Right. But – for the growl to be right in front of us and no nothing, there. there's no, I mean it's just a metal. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing laying down. You know, it, of course, logic brain, you're like, oh, that's you know, that's a uh, a bear or a lion or whatever. Yeah. But the reality of it is, there was nothing in front of us. We were able to. Obviously, I was a skeptic because it was my first time, but right. It was obvious to me that something was happening that we couldn't see. And again, that's when I started letting my guard down going, there's a lot more to it than this. Absolutely. So it was exciting because again, you know, just like you, I was always like interested in ghosts mm -hmm. and here I am, I'm, I'm meddling with them, you know? Um, I never once felt threatened. It felt natural. And yeah. that was, that was the nice thing about it. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was really exciting. I had a great time there and I said, okay, let's, Let's do this. And uh, what was that? Nine years ago? Yeah, it had to be like nine years ago. So we've been 
we've been doing it heavy ever since, you know, now we're the new reality and um, all that same group wanted us, um, actually they branched off a, another guy and he actually wanted us to be the co-founders of, what was it, Cops? I think it was, is what they cops, call it? Yeah, which is kind of funny, right? Yeah. Mr. Cody's a police officer and I, I work in the aerospace industry, so it's kind of funny that, you know, we got into a group. And, well, that, and that's something I kind of wanted to touch base on too. We're, we're not just some you know, two weirdos. I mean, we are weirdos for sure, of course. but uh, <laughs> we have these really, you know, 3d jobs. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a police officer and, you know, Sean works in aerospace and, and we've been doing this for, you know, a certain amount of time, but it's just funny to show like the, the, the 3d jobs that we have. We're so logically, you know, logically thinking and, oh, you know, problem solving and doing all that to go, to go from that to something that you can't see and to really talk to it. I mean, that's feel. that's something in itself, right? If you, if you understand the left and right brain thing, left brain's logic and, you know, it, if you can't see it and touch it, it's not real. Right brain is, you know, fantasy and all these different things, right? So it's kind of, you know, do we dare call it a balance? But right. we, we are in a, a left brain uh, field. Uh, you know, I am in the aerospace industry. Uh, I'm a supervisor. I run a crew and it's like it's nice to step out of that and, and do this type of work because well, this is fun right yeah <laughs> and, and we hope at one point that this becomes um our everyday job not saying we don't like our jobs now but this is this is amazing stuff and and we definitely have a gift between both of us i, I truly believe um no matter it seems more often than not we go to a location um activity picks up and like I said, even the group we hung out with, it was everybody wanted to partner up with us. Yeah. And yeah. so it was because they recognized it quickly. Well, and, and then ever since we got into Parrot too, and, and you know, just kind of touching on why we kind of do this, um, we started we started really dabbling into private investigations. Um, you know, that's when people reach out. They're like, hey, something's going on at my house, and I don't know what to do. You know, so they reach out to us, and we go. We investigate it. We, you know, we interview what's going on. We, we go in with a skeptic, skeptic thinking, and we try and disprove anything. And if we can't, you know, we'll, we'll leave it up to the owner to decide what it is. Yeah. But uh, that, that's kind of why I, I'm gonna speak for Sean too. That's kind of why we both want to do this. Is we want to help. Yeah. Essentially, we want to help people who don't understand, and we want to prove that there is an unknown, right? We want We want <laughs> Yeah, we want people to. to so they understand um this is i think we're continuously evolving as human beings and and we're, we're the veil is thin you know we're, we're going to start seeing more of those things we didn't believe because people are more open to it now and, and i mean you could see it because there's paranormal shows on on tv ufo shows and it's it's more and more accepted um in today's society so i think it's really really exciting i think we're both put in place to help people with that. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, we could probably do a full on podcast about um, what we know and understand and, and, and the abilities and how to bless. And, you know, I think that needs to be its own podcast, but just telling, cause he, we do go into situations and, and do blessings and clear homes and, you know, and, and really embrace the person, you know the person's home and what their religion and, and their belief systems are so again I, um because of what we do and who we are and what we know um, we're able to do that but yeah absolutely well all right guys that's all the time we have for uh, this episode but uh make sure to uh subscribe and like us on all our social media um it's gonna be in the description and below all right we are the new reality thanks guys